We'll get right into the word of God tonight. And please turn your Bibles to the book of Colossians chapter number one. Colossians chapter number one. And if you'd be so kind, once you find the book of Colossians, the first chapter to stand to your feet all over the house of God tonight. Amen. We'll try our best. Uh, not to be too lengthy. We want to just uh, uh, let the Lord have his way. Uh, be mindful of the Lord. Amen. We don't let God do nothing, but I want to be mindful of, of God and what he wants to do. Amen. Colossians chapter one, verse number one, reading down through verse number 18 and see what the Lord has for us tonight. Colossians chapter one, verse number one. Your Bible says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timotheus, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ which are at Coloss. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all the saints for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is in all the world and bringeth forth fruit as it doth also in you since the day you, have, you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. As you also learned of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the spirit. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with all uh, not with all the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins who is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of every creature for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth visible and invisible whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created by him and for him and he is before all things I like this and by him all things consist and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. And that's all we'll read tonight. Would you pray with us? Father, we love you. You've been so kind and gracious to you, uh, to us tonight. God, we pray that you would cleanse us from all of our flesh, Lord, all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. I pray tonight that our speech and our preaching would not be with enticing words of men's wisdom, but God be of the demonstration of the spirit and the power that our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Thank you for what you've done tonight, but God, we ask you to continue to touch and bless and change lives for your glory and their good. Have your way in this place tonight. God, forgive us of all of our sins, we pray. Help us quicken our thinking, loosen our tongues so that you would be glorified. You'd be seen. The saints would be edified. And when we leave here tonight, we pray that we, were, we are different when we leave than when we were when we came in. Have your way in this place tonight. And we'll be certain to take our un unworthy hands away from it all and give you the praise, give you the honor, give you the glory for it's in Jesus' name that we pray. And amen and amen. God's people, would you say amen, please? 
We want to look again at verse number 17 that your Bible says, and he is before all things and by him all things consist. Very simple subject, but I want to think about the thought for just a few moments tonight. I want to preach a little while on the subject, Jesus, the author. Amen. Are you with me tonight? Jesus the author. You look and you begin to study the book of Colossians. You find that according to chapter one, verses four through eight, and chapter two, verse one, most scholars feel that the apostle Paul had never personally visited the church of Coloss. We understand that he had heard, according to verse number four, he had heard of their faith and their love. And by the way, this isn't the message, but if someone ever hears anything about me, I pray tonight that what they do hear is my faith and my love. Are you with me tonight? We understand that uh, we must realize that everything is not about us, but rather, as is the saying, it is all about him. If you look at this scripture in this passage or in this letter, rather, Paul was dealing with the philosophy whose tenets were that other philosophies and other religions were equally valid as, and true as Christianity. But would you agree tonight that the Bible and the Spirit of God definitely and clearly revealed to us that Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. He is the only source of truth. He is the only God. And Acts 4, 12 says, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It is, uh, this sentence sounds like a paradox, but may I say to you, he is all inclusive in that your Bible says the spirit and the bright say come and let he that heareth say come and let him that is a thirst come and whosoever will let him take up the water of life freely. He is inclusive but also brother Calvin he is also exclusive in that Jesus said in John 14 6 I am the way the truth and the life. No man and when your Bible says no man it means no man. No man cometh to the father but by me. As, as the Paul begins to teach the church at Colossus he begins to reveal to us in chapter seven, or excuse me, chapter one, verse 17, uh, that he is the creator. He said, by him, amen, were all things created, things are in heaven or earth, visible or invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions, principalities or powers, uh, all things are created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him all things consist. Uh, Brother Brian, I remember when I was in college, uh, amen, they made us take a class and I hated it. it well, they made us take several classes that were anti-God, but one particular uh, that they made us take when I was a freshman or sophomore one in college uh, was a class called Origins. Uh, and in this class called Origins, they would talk about, thank God, uh, how every, all other belief systems, whether it be science or, or other religions, uh, amen, believed that this world was created. Uh, amen, I could have saved myself three hours of class time uh, and said, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water and God said let there be light and there was light in the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word was God the same was in the beginning with God all things were made by him without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the light was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended 
apprehended it not. Are you with me tonight? We understand he by him, as your the scripture says, by him all things consist. He is central. He is supreme. He's the only wise God. He is immortal. He's invisible. And Revelation 17, 14, excuse me, Revelation 19, 16, Revelation 17, 14, 1 Timothy 6, 15, make this statement that he is the king of kings and he is the Lord of lords. Isaiah 45 says there's none beside him. There's none. Would you agree with that tonight? The Lord is our defense and the Holy One of Israel is our king. He is the alpha and he is the omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. He is the first and he is the last. He is the author and he is the finisher of our faith. He's God beside him. There is none else. Thank God tonight. Amen. You can worship a tree, a frog, and a butterfly if you want to. But I heard your Bible say, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Things in heaven, things in earth, things and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Anybody know it tonight that he is the one true living God and if you're glad about it, say amen in the house of God tonight. He is central. He is supreme. It is all about him. I just hang tight. I'm trying to get there. If you examine the book of Colossians, the first chapter, you find that there are several little words that point to him. And through this, if you look at Colossians 1, chapter, uh, chapter 1, rather, verse number 1, verse number 7, verse number 10, and verse number 13, this little word is used of. Verse 1, uh, of, of Jesus Christ. Verse 7, of Christ. Verse 10, of the Lord. Verse 15 of the invisible God. Verse 9, 11, 13, 14, and 22 make this statement that it's of him. Are you with me tonight? Verse 16, verse 17, and verse 26 say it is by him. Colossians 1, 22 says it's in him. And so we find in chapter one, it is of him, by him, in him, thank God. And it is him, thank God. And Paul summarizes it in verse number 18 by saying, he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Amen. Let me say it just as plainly as I can. And everybody that may watch on whatever they may watch on, may I say tonight, there is nobody like Jesus. And when the world's on fire and darkness veils the sun, Jesus Christ will still be God. He'll still be on the throne. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Anybody believe that tonight? You look at chapter 11 of Romans, verse 36. Uh, the Bible says, of him, through him, and to him are all things. Uh, John 1, 27, John said, he it is whose coming is after me, who was preferred before me. He said, his shoes, I'm the shoe latchets, I'm not worthy to unloose. Uh, amen. Uh, John was saying, I'm not even worthy uh, to get down and touch his dirty feet. Uh, that's how unholy I am uh, and how holy he is. Uh, but isn't it amazing, brother mine, uh, um, that just about 33 years, or excuse me, about three years, 
just rather laid uh, the one that John said I'm not worthy to touch his feet uh, all of a sudden now he's taking a towel and he's girding himself uh, and he's getting down to wash the disciples feet uh, I don't understand that uh, all I know is for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, and that though he was rich uh, yet for your sakes he became poor that you through his poverty might be rich and so we understand Revelation 1 eight, uh, uh, chapter 1 verse 8 and 11 Revelation 21 6 and 22 8 I'll make this statement that he is the alpha and he is the omega that means it begins with him and that means that it ends with him are you still with me tonight and so all things are by him through him for him of him to him thank God tonight and so we then would you agree Acts 17 28 says it's in him that we live and move and have our being James 1 17 every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning and so he is the source would you agree with that so far he is the author it comes from him that's what the book of Colossians is teaching he has no rival he has no equal he is God almighty hallelujah to the lamb of God and so then if we understand that it is all of him through him by him to him then we must look at what the Bible says and this is what we want to look at for just about 10 minutes let me understand brother Brian there are three times that our Bible makes uses this one word the three times that the Bible uses this word is in the book of Hebrews in the book of Romans and in the book of 1 Corinthians brother Calvin that word is author are you with me tonight amen let me about three things that Jesus authored for us number one Hebrews chapter number five amen verse number one your Bible says every priest amen taken from man is ordained for, uh, for man in things pertaining to God. Uh, then you get to verse number seven, talking about Jesus. Uh, I said, in, who in the days of his flesh, when he offered up strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, was heard in that he feared. Though he were son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, uh, he became the author of eternal salvation to all them that obey him. You say, preacher, what did he write for me? Number one, he is the author of our salvation. Does anybody believe that tonight? Can I tell you tonight, we used to sing that hymn, what can wash away my sin? It is nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? It is nothing but the blood of Jesus. Let me give a few scriptures. Revelation chapter one, verse five. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Romans 3.25, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, who God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Ephesians 1.7, Colossians 1.14, in whom we have redemption through his blood. Romans chapter five, verse nine, much more than being now justified by his blood. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12, wherefore Jesus that he might sanctify the people with his own blood. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 20 and then through the blood of the everlasting covenant Hebrews chapter 9 verse 12 and neither by the blood of goats and calves but by his own blood hath the entered once into the holy place having obtained eternal redemption for us for the blood of bulls and goats and ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit 
offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God who had believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed. He shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. When we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed. He was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shears is dumb. So we opened him not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. Who shall declare his generation? He was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he smitten. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Is anybody in this place tonight say I'm will shout it out tonight because it's the blood it always it always has been the blood they overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and the always has been the blood always will be the blood there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins there were sinners plunged beneath the flood lose all their guilty stains for as much as you know that you are not redeemed corruptible things of silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your father but with the precious blood of Christ Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9 tells us he's the author of our salvation number 2 if you look at the book of Hebrews chapter number 12 excuse me yeah, Hebrews chapter 12. The Bible says, verse number one, wherefore seeing we are compassed with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. Anybody know what the next phrase says? The author, right? The what? the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame he's the author of salvation number two he's the author of my faith we're living in a day and time it meant more society it meant higher education philosophy the media the educational system at least it's down home I don't know how it is up here in Ohio but down home they don't man I'm gonna get in trouble it meant it meant they don't, uh, a lot of times they don't educate, they indoctrinate uh, and they'll try to cast doubt on the word of God. Uh, but can I tell you tonight, uh, I'm not believing in something that is baseless. Uh, I've got a foundation for my faith. Thank God tonight. Uh, amen. Uh, amen. Uh, heaven earth shall pass away, uh, but my word uh, shall not pass away. I don't believe because mama told me. I don't believe because daddy told me. I believe because a preacher preached the gospel. The Holy Ghost of God came and touched my heart and then man and I believe tonight that Jesus is the son of the living God I believe he'll save you I believe he's got power I believe he died I believe
believe he rose again. I believe he's coming to get the church. He is the author of my faith. He's not only the author of salvation, not only the author of faith, but if you examine the church of Corinth, hang tight, we'll get there in just a moment. I'm almost there. If you examine the church of Corinth, there's a lot of things that were happening inappropriately against the commandments of God. And Paul said, let all things be done decently and in order. We have time to talk about the division in chapter one and chapter two, and more the childishness in chapter three, uh, or the fornication in chapter five, huh? or the, we'll go through the rest of it. We get to chapter 14, and, so, and Paul was explaining some things. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 33, but the mind your Bible says this, for God is not the author of confusion, but of what? Somebody help me. But of peace. So Hebrews chapter five, verse nine says the author of salvation. Hebrews chapter 12, verse two says he's the author of my faith. And, and 1 Corinthians 14, 33 says he is the author of peace. Are you with me tonight? Does anybody have peace in your life? Huh? You ever been in that place in your life that you didn't have a lot of peace? Huh? Let me give you a few scripture. Uh, Mark chapter four, verse 39. Jesus said to the storms, peace, be still. Um, he said to the lady that was healed in Mark 5, 34. Amen, be of good comfort. Amen. Amen. He said, go in peace. Thy faith hath saved thee. When the angels appear, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. John 14, 27. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace give unto to you, not as the world give, give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John 16, 33, these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Isaiah chapter 26, verse three, that will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Romans 16, 20, and the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly, shortly. Uh, Galatians 5.22, one of the fruits of the Spirit is peace. Amen. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2 says he, Jesus, is our peace. Uh, Romans chapter 5 verse 1, uh, therefore being justified by faith, uh, we have peace with God uh, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Colossians chapter 3 verse 15, uh, let the peace of God uh, rule in your heart. Uh, Acts chapter 10 verse 36, uh, he came preaching peace uh, by Jesus Christ. Uh, Romans 14, 17, uh, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, uh, but it's righteousness, uh, peace, uh, and joy uh, in the Holy Ghost. May I submit to you, you can make it through anything if you got peace. <laughs> yeah, are you with me tonight? You can make it through storms. You can make it through sicknesses. You can make it through a family death. Yeah, man, you can make it through anything if you've got the peace of God in your heart. It may not look like there's peace in this world. It may look like, Mother Cal, that the bottom is dropped out of it all. But can I tell you tonight, there is a God that's still in heaven and that God is also in my heart and your Bible says and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God nay in all these things we are more than conqueror through him that loved us greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principality nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth 
any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I'm gonna finish up by saying this. If you need it, he is the author. He is the source huh? in which and of which you can find salvation and peace and faith tonight. May I say tonight, he didn't plagiarize anything, huh? He didn't copy nobody. Remember in college, they used to tell us that, you know, the story of Noah's Ark and the story of all this, that there were mythical stories that predated that. They say, well, the Bible just copied off them. Huh? Well, all I can say is that's a bunch of hogwash. Amen. We don't have time to say why, but all I know is Jesus never copied anybody. Help me preach tonight. Now the people try to imitate him. People, try, Amen. People try to take his place. But amen, he is the origin. He is the author and he is the finisher. All things are created by him and for him. I don't know who I'm preaching to tonight, but there may be someone that's void of peace. There may be someone that needs to be saved. There may, needs, may be someone who needs a little shot to help them in their faith. Amen. He is is the author and he is the finisher. Can anybody say tonight, you've tried it, you've looked everywhere, you've tried to find it in the bottom of a bottle, you've tried to find it in the bottom of a peel jar, you've tried it in relationships, but how many you can say, thank God all that I need, I'm complete in Jesus Christ. He's the fairest of 10,000. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and the morning star. He is God and all I need is him because he is the author of it all. I'm done by the preacher.